the elephant in the pew. Elephant in the Pew podcast, where they engage in the topics everyone wants to talk about, but nobody wants to discuss. From the Elephant Portable Studio, here are your hosts, Stephen Whitten and Ryan Reggie. We really need to be read up on these people. We're struggling. Yeah, it's because, because we don't want to, no, no, don't look it up, Stephen. We don't want to give them any more attention. I kind of disagree with you, so this is good. I'm glad we disagree on this. Okay. I think that they are a cult. Welcome to the Elephant in the Pew podcast, the show that brings you our opinions in a nicely tuned, well-oiled, chaotic sound clip to engage in the topics everyone wants to talk about, but nobody wants to discuss. I'm Stephen Witten. And I'm Ryan Ramsey. This show is brought to you by ElephantPew.com, your one-stop shop for all things Elephant in the Pew. Also brought to you by Engaging the Elephant. Question, uh, do you ever listen to Elephant in the Pew and think, uh, I wish my church would ask this question? Or do you ever wish there was someone to help your church get through some of the road bumps along the way? Like, why can't we agree on music? Or what is our stance on homosexuality? How to be focused on unbelievers but also remain in existence for the current believers? There might be a hundred other questions you want to hear your church address, but there has never been a good way to do that without starting some sort of church war until now. See, Ryan Ramsey, myself, and Stephen Witten want to help your church engage the elephant in the pew in your local church. We will come to your church, meet with the pastor, staff, board, and even congregation to create a fair and balanced process that allows everyone's voice to be heard. And by the end of the process, your organization will have a position on that issue. And that issue will fairly that your position will fairly resemble the congregation. People want to be heard. When people feel like they aren't heard, they'll leave the church. Engaging the elephant wants to help churches and organizations give their people a voice. If you're interested in learning more about engaging the elephant, visit elephantpew.com or email us at Ryan at elephantpew.com or Stephen at elephantpew.com and we'll get you a free consultation today so we can get you started. Thank you for making us part of your day. I hope you uh, take us up on that offer on engaging the elephant. We are so glad that you decided to listen to us and to make us a part of your day, night, evening, morning, or whenever you decided to listen to us. Trust me, we are so glad. You're the best audience that a podcast could ask for. Today we're talking about cults versus churches. That's right. The question is, how do you know you're not attending a cult on Sunday? Ah, that's a good question. Do you know? Do I know? Do you know? Well, I have a... Because uh, I have my own opinion about your church. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. I kid, I kid. Um, I have some doubts. I'm just kidding. Um, not about my church. Just got real. Um, so let me... Let me Wait. Str- what? About my church? No, I didn't say that. Yeah, right. I didn't say you are you are putting words in my mouth, sir. Um, so when it when we decided to uh, talk about this, the idea uh, came to to me actually when I was reading an article um, about um, this very question, and it was a response to a question given to Billy Graham, and I think it was uh, asked several years ago, um, but. Billy Graham, this is Billy Graham's um, 
quote. It says, let me suggest three questions or guidelines you might find helpful in evaluating this group. And it was asked, how do I know if this particular group is a cult? What was or the church? group? Um, it was a uh, one of their friends had invited them to church. What kind of church? I don't know. It didn't. Ta- the article didn't say. But Ooh, juicy. Yeah. Must be juicy. Yeah. So uh, Billy Graham said, first, what do they believe about the Bible? Is it alone the Word of God, as Christians affirm, or do they add it to it or claim they have alone translated it correctly? Second, what do they believe about Jesus? Is he alone the divine Son of God sent from heaven to save us from our sins? Or do they deny this or claim we must work to save ourselves? And third, what do they believe about other Christians? Do they claim that they and they alone have the truth? Or do they rejoice that God is also at work elsewhere? So that was a quote from Billy Graham. And, good um, questions, good questions. These are very good questions that, you know, maybe we should um, be asking ourselves. And this is a, um, if, if you have uh, questions after you answer the, these questions about your church, then maybe you need to d- dive a little bit deeper. A little bit deeper. And uh, trying to um, figure out whether or not they're a cult or a church. Uh, Ryan, what do you think, like what, what is it, how do you know, what's the difference? Well, let's let's talk about the difference between churches and cults. Yeah, that's a good question because uh, from the outside, you could see Christians being. I mean, think about the early church. Okay, it was weird, right? Well, yeah, the early because church. like it was like, uh, yeah, we drink the blood of our Savior and we eat His body every time we gather. Roman, <laughs> Roman, the Romans um, actually um, charged many early Christians with cannibalism because yeah. of that idea yeah and some people say suggest that the idea of um vampirism or whatever also is connected to christianity because of their fascination with blood for instance the moravians had an obsession with uh, the blood of christ Hmm. in fact so much that um john wesley when he encountered the moravians was he wrote about their fascination with the blood of christ which uh, I don't. Uh, one of the byproducts that was John Wesley became very. He talks a lot about the blood of Christ because of mm-hmm. his encounter with the Moravians. He encountered them on the ship ride to America. Yeah. So, um, anyways, so I know. So, what do I think about um, the topic of cults? And yeah, I think you have to determine what a cult is, kind of, um, because and if you look it up to Google and look up cult, which is what everybody does these days, right? Yeah. Right. Um, it says a system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. So, yeah, uh, one of the um, definitions that I read was a small sect or group mm-hmm. of a particular religion that um, deviates slightly from the more traditional version right. of said religion. Um, so you can actually have cults of different religions. It's not just Christianity, but today we're going to focus more on right. Christianity. Right, and you think of when you think of cults, people always jump to um, the Jim. What's it, Jim? Jim, uh, who's the guy who had drank the Kool Aid in Indiana? Oh, from Indiana? I can't remember. Jim. I just read this article too. <laughs> I can't remember it either. Because yeah, he looks, I mean, like the picture of him from like the seventies. He he and nine hundred other people uh, drank the Kool Aid. Kool Aid. That's where the expression comes from. It yeah, had cyanide in it or whatever. Yeah, and it, it killed nine hundred people. They committed suicide basically. Yeah. Now the question is: Is did a lot of those people uh, commit suicide, or did they know that there was? 
I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. I guess we can't ask. Um, so, anyways, um, people think of him, and they think of um, what of, happened there with yeah. cults, and they think of that. They think of uh, the people who go off to live in, like, uh, what are those things called? Um, the uh, places where you live. Um, compounds. Compounds with people, yeah. and they think of, you know. They, they uh, a lot of people think of... Um, uh, who's the serial, not the serial killer, but the guy. Ted Bundy? Not Bundy. Uh, I just had the name and you said Ted Bundy. And <laughs> um, Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. Um, That's a good song. Yeah, it's but it's based off of his disguise. No, um, Get your Beatles history true. Well, they were hanging out uh, with uh, people around. Um, Who's the guy? I don't know. We're that they ha- he ordered his girlfriend and all those people to kill the Tate. Uh, the Tate. Um, this is the guy who carved the cross on his head or whatever. Um, like they, yeah, his followers do. It's, it's uh, <laughs> man. We really need to be read up on these. people. We're struggling. With, yeah, it's because because we don't want, no no don't look it up, Stephen. We don't want to give them any more attention. Well, you know what I mean. No, we're not even gonna say. It. You know who we're talking about. We don't want to give him any more airtime. Then we're doing, that's why we intentionally do it. Anyways, um, <laughs> right, okay. cults, uh, the interesting thing I learned in school when I was in my undergrad is that simply the word cult means, at its form, means worship. That's all it means. Charles Manson. I had to look oh it up. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Charles Manson. I was trying to make a point. But, like, a lot of people, people look to people okay. like Charles Manson okay. as cults. Chuck, Chuck Manson. Yeah. Um, so, um, but the word cult actually just means worship. That's all. That's all it means. To its core, means yeah. it means worship. And so, technically, um, anything that you worship or is a group of worshippers is a cult. So you could um, call like all the people who love Mac products a cult. Yeah, I mean, you know, all everybody calls, you know, like those obscure films that have like a very small following. They're called cult classics. Cult classics. Um, um, what about like Harley riders? It's kind of yeah. like a little cult. They love their Harley. So yeah. whatever you worship. So I would say that um, it's a very broad term. And so right. what exactly. we're talking about, though, I would think would be the – so that's the broadest term, obviously. I would like to narrow it down. I like the definition – that says um, a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister. Um, I think uh, that takes Christianity out of it because it's not relatively small. Although in the beginning it was relatively small. So well, they called it. I mean, the early Christians were called a cult of the Jewish faith. They faith, right, right. They were they were a sect of Jewish right. um, followers that. Um, found Messiah. Hence why there's so much confusion in the beginning about whether you had to become Jewish first before you could yeah, be a exactly. Christian or not. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I think to ask these questions, is it a church or a cult? Billy Graham, you led with a very strong card. I would have saved that till the end if I were you, but you know, whatever, it's your choice. Um, I, you, He had some very good advice about things, yeah. things to ask and things to look for. So, um, there are... Um, there are um, different kind of ways of looking at it. I, I know just somebody I talked to the other day said that um, they brought their um, somebody heard of somebody bringing their friends, their child's friend to church, and they took them home, and their parent ripped them. Like 
you didn't, you never take my kid to church again. Um, that's a call, all that stuff. Like, um, wow. and it, it wasn't a call. I mean, it's just like a normal church, church kind of stuff. You know, and in my experience, I've actually, I've never, um, attended, um, church at the, at, per, at a particular church that I went to a funeral for, but they were very cult ish. You know, this, uh, what is cultish? Cultish. Um, I, that's a word that I just created actually. Oh. Um, but like when, when you listen to Billy Graham's questions of like, um, do they believe that Jesus is the divine son of God? Um, or do they believe you have to work to get into heaven? Or do yeah. they believe that there are, um, uh, what do they believe about other Christians? You know, this one, this one particular church that I've actually been, um, that I actually had attended a funeral, uh, of, they believed that they were the only people going to, to heaven, that nobody else, like that there were, you know, they were alone in, in their truth. Like if people didn't believe and come to their church. So or it was a Jehovah's witness. No, it was not a Jehovah's witness. Um, was it like mainline Christianity? Mor- uh, was it Mormons? No, it wasn't Mormons. One Jehovah's witness. Yeah. I don't want to. Is this a game? No, it's not a game. Oh. I'm not asking you to guess. So quit guessing. I don't want to <laughs> throw anything under the bus here. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, but like these people that believe that they're the only truth, and you know, only you you have to believe 100% like them in their, and you have to attend their church or follow their teachings to um, get to heaven. The only teachings that you have to follow are Jesus's teachings and that of the yeah. Bibles, right? So let let's let's I'm going to put that out there. I know it's early in the episode to throw out my main point, but that's you know like that's really the only thing that we need to do. So like that's where like my, and I've experienced now I haven't experienced a Sunday morning worship. Like I've not gone to like any of those snake um, handling handling churches. Um, not that those are cults or anything, because there there are some that are like, those are like Baptist church that are like Southern Baptist, um, and that's just how they believe. I mean, it's a little odd, but I mean it is. I mean they they throw out a scripture there that, um, kind of uh, defends what they're doing, and they do they don't see. Uh, I mean, a lot of those churches don't see like they're the only way to do it. So I'm not saying that they're a cult, but I've never experienced. In uh, individual churches like that, but this one particular I did, and it was a weird feeling in the church. I'm, you know, I'm not much of the um, experiential, like experiencing evil type thing. I'm not. I don't put a lot of stock in like the creepy crawlies, but this I did. I mean, like this was you could kind of feel, like uh, my grandpa. My grandpa rarely like is uh, um like I could just feel it was evil type of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very much like my grandpa in that, but there are certain, ex- it felt evil. Just say it felt. Yes, evil. it felt, I was saying there are certain experiences that you just kind of feel yeah. that evil. It's all right. So like, that's, the we thing. understand. We get what you're getting at. Just say it. I'm, tr- I'm trying to be, you know, trying to be rational. I know you're trying to be rational. You're trying to be normal. Well, guess what? I'm not normal. I don't understand what normal is. <laughs> okay. So you got to speak. I'm trying crazy. to, I'm trying to, you know, skirt around the issue that you're not normal, Ryan. I, I get know. it. You know what, Elephant in the Pew? Ryan's not normal. Okay. Let's just embrace it. Okay. So, um, 
Right. I'm not like Ryan, and so sometimes I don't put a lot of stock into the it just felt evil, but this I definitely did. So, um, but, so like, what do we do with that? What do we do with when we have that experience? Um, and why, are we at, why are we at a church like that? It was for a funeral. Oh, oh, yeah. I missed that part. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> you don't usually listen to me. Shut so up. It's, it's okay. Just shut up. Shut up. <laughs> that's enough. So, I mean, like, what do we do <coughs> with the situations? Thank you. That was a cough, not a sneeze. Uh, but what do... Uh, what do we do in an instance where we're put into that scenario of somebody inviting us to their church and the church <laughs> is not necessarily a church? And can I have a little side caveat of this thing? Yeah, absolutely. Because um yeah, like if you go to the church that feels evil and they think they're the only ones going to heaven, yeah, that's that's not good for anybody, basically. Yeah. Um, but like what do you do about uh, other churches that are in your town who believe in Jesus as Savior and all those things? They believe that um, people can go to heaven, but they, they have a little different doctrine than you. Is that like, ooh, stay away. They're like scary. Or do you say, eh, they got, you know, how much of it do they have to believe before it's close enough? Or, and how much do they have to disbelieve before it's cult? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think you can go back to those uh, those three questions, you know, like, do they they believe in the Bible? Okay. It's like the inherent, the inerrant an infallible uh, yeah. word. word. Do they believe in Jesus as the Son of God who was sent from heaven to save us from our sins? Okay, and the third one. And the third one is: well, Do they believe that uh, there are other Christian uh, Christians out there that are doing good work? You know, like they're like they're like not they, the only ones. Like, yeah, can God work elsewhere? So, and I think part of that is because um, you can't argue. I think you really have to keep it broad. Because yeah, you if you start do. narrowing it down to like, well, inerrant, what do they mean by inerrant? Do they mean like the words in my HCSB are the inerrant or the original manuscripts are inerrant? Because that doesn't really count as inerrancy. That just, like, that's right. the arguments you get well, into. Well, obviously there was some grammatical errors because these were not educated people. You know, like, uh, okay, I get it. What I'm saying here is, is like. He stays broad. You got to stay very broad. Very broad. Yeah, exactly. Very broad. I mean, yeah, because. We can sit and we can have discussions about right. theological differences, right? Right. And most of these discussions, and I, and this is a, a fact that I, I repeat often, but I got it from college, and you know, there's like twenty five to thirty thousand different denominations in in the in the Christian faith, and we all believe around ninety two to ninety five percent of the same things. Right. So we only differ on five percent, and most of that five percent is like the color of the carpet. Uh, the kind of worship music that we're listening to. Now, there are some big issues that, you know, like right. when you have the broad spectrum versus like like Catholics and Protestants, of course, those are right. some major issues. But, I mean, most of the time, it's, not, I wouldn't say stupid, but very Petty. inconsequential yes. decisions that like, well, you always have to have purple carpet in the church. I think, or, I, think I always go to like, what is the salvation issue? Like, what does it take to be saved? Okay, yeah. and, and if you can agree that w what it takes to be saved is the same, um, then yeah. Um, now some people add more or add less, um, but if you believe what the Bible says about being saved, which is you can look at the thief on the cross that said, you know, Jesus, remember me when you get to heaven. He said, today you'll be with me in paradise. You know, yeah. Um, really, biblically, and there are people who freak out about this, but. Not many people listen anyway. So, uh, be <laughs> well, no. Let's let's <laughs> remember. We always have this debate. You're right. 
there will be people that freak out with you, out with you, freak out on you. But that's the thing is, is like, say what you're going to say. Okay. Don't be apologetic. I will not be apologetic, even though you skirted around the issue of your church for like five minutes. Um, not my church. S- oh, the church. And so uh, what I was going to say is that um, it takes the Bible, for biblically, you have to believe that Jesus is God. That's it. I can make a very strong biblical argument that that's all, and all it takes I, and to, I can agree with to you be saved. This. Now, do I think that that's wise? No, I think that you need to believe that Jesus is God. And you need to make well, because sh- there are other scriptures that yeah, say something about you, need, you know the milk and the meat. And yeah, the, and you need to uh, realize what it takes to have a relationship with Him and to have Him pay for your sins and you know live in. But a do life, we life believe you know. in? But do you believe in Beth a deathbed conversions? Do I? Yes. I mean, yeah. Yes, I, I do as well. I mean, that's is the whole thing is like... And it's not up to me anyways. Yeah. So who am I to say? You know what I mean? Like, right, exactly. I have, I have what the Bible says, but... Whoa, Francis. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> who am I to judge? Uh, so, Whoa. Um, and really, you know, I, I think that's where we, we need to approach it from is that... And this is... We're still on the side venue, by the way, everybody who's listening, um, that... You know, when we work with other Christians, realize that you go to different churches for a reason. Yeah. Right? Yes. There's a reason why you go to different churches because you might have varying beliefs on how worship should be or how offerings should be collected or what kind of baptism gets done. Or, or should you take communion every week? Or should you get, like, there? that's why we find churches that we like because we agree in those little niches of what we we believe. And even there, we still disagree with people who they like certain things but don't like other things. Yeah. And so um, we have to focus on the majors so that we can get the work of the kingdom done. Um, Jesus didn't say that we had to um, believe exactly everything that everybody else believes. All he said that we had to do was believe in him. Yeah. Exactly. And so, anyways, so jumping back onto the cult, jumping back onto the cult versus um, things, you know. So if that's what you're thinking about working with other churches, like, oh, are they a cult? Well, do you guys believe in Jesus, in the real Jesus? Because I think later we're going to talk about um, some Mormonism, um, Jehovah's Witness deal, and the Jesus that they present is not the same Jesus. No, it's a it's a very fictionalized version. But yes, yeah, it's like um, just because you call him Jesus doesn't mean. his name's Jesus. It doesn't mean it's the real Jesus. It's like if you have if your dad's name is Fred, but your neighbor's name is also Fred. If you talk about Fred, it's not the same guy. They're two different guys. Yeah. Um. And one of them is fictional, and one of them is real. Right, so, exactly. um. Anyways, uh. There's there's ways to tell what um if it's a call or if it's a church that you could work with and uh, go to the funerals there and not be freaked out. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you know, for the record, I was like 17 years old, and they they freaked me out. I was only uh, 16 or 17. Um, well, it is strange that they drink blood out of a goat skull. <laughs> I mean, this is very not true, <laughs> but <laughs> but funny. So uh, a good sign to see if um, a if it's a church or a cult, if you um, if your questions and doubts are um, cause for expulsion or if they're cause for discussion. Um, Many cults don't like doubters or questioners, if you if you will. That's a made up word I made up. Uh, <laughs> like a questioner, um, is somebody who you know asks questions that like are pointed out. Well, why do you do this and why? You know, like why are we doing this and what's the reasoning behind it? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of cults don't like that. They just say, no, you have to do it this way. Don't ask. Don't tell. It's just how it is. A lot of churches are kind of like that too, though. Um, to an extent, but most pastors relish in discussion. Yeah. Right. 
So many pastors want you to ask questions. Like the scripture says, test everything. Um, but the people are like, because we've always done it that way. Well, that's a different. That's set in your ways. Whereas like the leaders are always like, yes, ask these questions. I want you to know why we're doing what we're doing. Why is one of the six candles on the altar pink? Well, see, Jimmy went out and got the wrong color 12 <laughs> years ago. And so we, we got just you. always done it that just, way. It just went up there one Sunday. And we just left it. It's just tradition. Quit asking why. <laughs> so uh, cults are isolated, but they're also isolators. Um, ah. So like, the, if you feel like the church you're attending um, don't want you to talk to anybody else, they don't want you to you know go out into the world and you know preach what they're teaching, mm-hmm. then it's probably a good sign <laughs> that it's a cult. It's, a, it's at the very least a unhealthy church. Yes, right. So they believe they and only they have the answer, and they and only they are the ones that have the answers, right? Right. The answer and the answers. Like they are the they are the savior of the world type mentality, when in all reality, Jesus is the savior of the world, and he has all the answers, and it's the church's uh, job to help be the hands and feet of Jesus. We always give glory back to God, not to the pastor, not to a particular icon um, or an idol or anything like that. We give glory to Jesus. So, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, those are how I kind of see. That's on a base level, cults. You know, like when I was thinking about it, it's like the the words that isolate. They're isolated and they're isolators. Mm. So like. That's just in in general. If you feel isolated from your church or being isolated by you feel your church, isolated from the world because of your church, exactly. or you feel like they are wanting to isolate you, or yeah, yeah. If you feel isolated, you should probably be asking some questions. Ask questions, and if those questions come up against a brick wall because they don't want to answer questions, then that's another good confirmation you should probably get. Out of. Yeah, so. Although, if you're listening to this podcast and you are in a culty church, you probably won't believe us, So, because you've probably already been isolated. But but if you're listening to us, you probably should ask questions. <laughs> I mean, because that's really what this whole show's about, for yeah. cults or longer. Like, we talk about the things that nobody wants to talk about, because we want you guys to ask questions when you go back to your pastors. Make your pastor's life hard and ask these questions. Because I can guarantee you that most pastors, if you're asking questions that we've brought up in our in our episodes, they are like, hey, somebody wants to know about this. Let's do it. You're probably yeah. going to be on the board. That's the only thing. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> You're going to be going to a lot of board meetings uh, asking questions. One day a month, guys. One day a month. He's like, I finally have something in my congregation that listens. <laughs> well, I so, actually just listened to the podcast. I wasn't listening to you, but yeah, sorry, sorry about that. No, so all right, let's let's drift into what we had. All right, we had already talked about it a little bit, but um, another thing we I know we've talked about little cults, and everybody has these idea when you see hear a cult, you know, g- drinking blood from a goat skull or something like that. But actually, that's how lot, all cults are, Stephen. They um, all do that. Okay, not true again. Um, but human sacrifices. <clears throat> Not true again. Man. I saw Sherlock Holmes. That's what happened. Fictional. Um, so let's go on to this whole thing of um, when you ask older people what their first thought of as a cult, a lot of times, I know my grandfather is one of these people, that they immediately 
kind of drift towards Mormonism as a cult. Mm. And um, this is my take on it. I'm going to just say uh, Mormonism isn't a cult. Heresy? Right, right, yeah. But it's actually an entirely different religion. So, um, no, that's not what they say. No, that's not what they say. You're absolutely right. So but it must not be true. Right. Well, if I'll you let you finish though. Go ahead and build you your believe, argument. If you then believe I'll what, it. if you believe that what they say, build your Tower of Babel yeah. so that I can confuse your language and it cannot be okay. finished. Okay. So it's not an in, it's not a Christian denomination, but it's an entirely different religion because of when you look at their um, Book of Mormon, Book of Mormon, and their belief structure and everything, it's completely different. Even though the Bible is very important in theirs, in fact, they've created their own tra- translation called the New World Version. Or yeah, and then they also added books to it, um, the Latter Day Saints, uh, the Book of Mormon. You know, all these things that they've added to um, that were written hundreds, maybe even thousands of years after. Um, the Bible <laughs> was written. So, like, these are things like M- Mormonism would consider themselves a sect of the Christian faith, whereas most Christian theological leaders would see them as a completely different religion. So, we're going to, that's what we're going to dive into for the next few minutes here is Mormonism versus Christianity. And then we can even add in other religions we see fit, such as the um, uh, the Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness, Witness is the New World translation of the Bible. Yeah. They have the New World. The uh, Mormons have the Joseph Smith translation. Yeah. yeah, with the Book of Mormon added, and then also some other books from yeah. Latter Day Saints. The Latter Day Saints, even that name, like it's a little. These are the Latter Days. Yeah, okay. they didn't used to have ladders until these days. And yeah. Now we have ladders. L A D D E R. With the Latter Day Saints. Um, so um, I kind of disagree with you So this is good I'm glad we disagree on this Okay I think that they are a cult Because they Well remember the definition of cult Is a small group Mormonism is no longer small It's actually quite large um, Mainly because of their teaching of You know having big families But <laughs> That was a, a joke but true um, So like that's the whole the 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 definition. This is why I say that they're a completely different religion. Is because they've ceased to be a cult, because even though they claim to to follow very similar lines of Christianity, they do deviate to an extent where theologically they are completely off base, and they are no longer Christian. They are a different religion. That's again my opinion, but we can go ahead. Hmm. So go ahead and what, say what you're going to say. the first thing I've heard about this because first thing I've, because I'm sitting here thinking, well, they have Jesus, but then I think like, well, Muslims have Jesus. He's like a prophet. Um, and then I think about, well, Buddhists have Jesus. He's a prophet. So everybody else has Jesus too. Mm-hmm. But the Mormons <clears throat> lean on Jesus for heaven, right? Well. They, well, because none of the other religions do. They're just like, oh, he was just a really wise guy that God or Allah or whatever talked to. Right. Um, but they they do and they don't because, I mean, some of the Book of Mormon doesn't. They they their take on Jesus is completely different than that of the 
the core belief of Bible, right? The Bible says he's the son of God. Mormon says he was a son. He's a son of God, but so is Satan. But Satan was one, See, too. See, and that's where, like, that's that's where it deviates theologically completely different than what the Bible and what Christians and even Jews say, right? Like, Christianity is still considered a sect of the Jewish faith. We're still Judeo-Christians, right? Like, yeah. when you think about that. Because we follow Judaism all the way up through our history, and then when Jesus comes, we realize that he fulfills the law, right. and we no longer have to, um, like, dot every I and cross every T like the Jewish faith does, We right. because Jesus, you know, did that. He was the ultimate sacrifice for us. So we are Judeo-Christians, and then the Mormonism comes in, the Mormons come in, and they're like, well, that's true, kind of. You kind of didn't get it right. You know, again, again, saying they're, they started off as this cult following and then they've grown into this like now they're no longer reinterpreting scripture they are completely coming up with I mean look the book of Mormon and the books of the latter day saints these are completely different and not even the same right by so they're no longer they're no longer interpreting scripture they're creating their own scripture so I think Billy Graham's definition though would call them a cult um right um but Eight years, eight years ago, the Billy Graham's uh, website took Mormonism off as a cult. They said it's no longer a cult; it's actually a different religion. Um, mm. Mostly, they took it off because it was getting political. Like mm. uh, the whole issue of Mormonism versus Christianity it was becoming more political, and they didn't want to take away. They didn't want that to muddy the water. So, do they think Christians will go to heaven? Mormons? Who Mormons? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Because um, Christians don't think Mormons are going to go to heaven. Um, well, no. So I'm just saying, like, like, a Muslim doesn't think that Christians are going to go to heaven. A Buddhist right. doesn't think a Muslim is going to go to he- their heaven or nirvana or whatever. So I right. think that's a line between religions. Right. So, like, that's the question is, my experience with Mormonism would say that they think that, I don't think they they believe that we will go to heaven. I think that we haven't completed, we haven't, fully interpreted the way that they have the news. You know what I mean? Like, they have a different... I, The last time I had interaction with a Mormon, like a true Mormon, was in high school, and this, that was over 10 years ago. And You're when old. I was in high school, we didn't talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm, me neither. So, like, I would have to do more research on to see if they actually believe that other Christians are going, other right. Christians are the Christian faith is going, or if it's only Mormon. Mm. I'm pretty sure that John Smith, was it John? Yeah, John Smith basically wrote this and said that if you don't follow this, then you're not, you're probably not going to go to heaven. Mm. Like, because that's how a lot of, I know that the Mormons believe that if you don't marry multiple wives, well, they used to believe this, marry multiple wives and have lots of children, that that's your ticket into heaven was to have sons and daughters. They also used to believe that black people were the curse of Satan on the earth and that that's Were they the curse of Satan? I thought th- they were they were fallen demons but had Yeah. Okay. Fallen demons, whatever. That they were yeah. not human. Oh no, I I watched some of that animation yeah. sketch too. Yeah. It's actually very I mean is that on YouTube? Yep. We'll have to get a link and we'll put that in the show notes because um, I pray it's not true when I watch it. I'm like, they don't really. They believe don't this, really do they? believe this, right? But I think they do. Every time I've asked anybody a question about it, they're like, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, like, I mean, when you think about it, like, they made a comic book. 
I mean, that, that that's a superhero story, yeah. origin stories. Yeah. With a superhero and a supervillain and um, then a guy behind the curtain and pulling then, strings. And then you got the Jehovah's Witness. Would you say Jehovah's Witness are a cult or are their own? I would say they're a cult. They're, they're a small portion. They're slowly getting bigger, but like... Um, up until just recently, they believed that only 144,000 yeah. were going to make it to Did heaven. they change their stance on that? They, they, um, I think they opened it up. I think that they think 144,000 is like their, their preachers or teachers or something like that. And their fault, you know, I don't know exactly. They think that those teachers are going to help bring in the, I don't know exactly that, but I think they, they did line it up. And I heard a joke, I think, you know, it was, you get old people together and they always say jokes but I think they had their <laughs> <laughs> the, the old person I was talking to said you know they had to change it because they got too many they got more than 144,000 yeah. so that's the thing they they used to believe that only 144,000 of them would make it to heaven because those are biblical numbers from Revelation I think like the 12,000 from each mm-hmm. um, tribe yeah I, I know I know where they got it from they just Got the wrong conclusion from the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you guys can do math, but it's not talking about that. So, yeah. sorry. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, I would consider Jehovah's Witness more of a cult. I had a friend in college. Actually, I knew him through my wife, and he was Jehovah's Witness. And then they graduated high school, and he went on his mission. Okay, yeah. Never saw him again. Disappeared. Disappeared. Don't know where he's at. Where's he at? I don't know. Wow, that's kind of scary. I, I just Didn't Jehovah's... Uh, I, no, that was... The Mormon Tabernacle down in Indianapolis. They just built a new one. I think it was. It's either that or the Mormon place. Tabernacle old one got bought by uh, a church in Indianapolis. They're gonna do a downtown campus there. Oh, it's the same church my brother-in-law works for. Oh, so okay. It's uh, Traders Point Christian. But like church. they they built that huge temple, the Mormon temple down there. Now the Christians have it. <laughs> Not the big one. The big old stone one. Yeah, the big old one. But they built the Mormon temple. Just they just built a brand new. One. Oh. Like, because I, I remember when I was, I'm working in Indy, and it's like, you know, you get approached by Mormons asking for money because they're building the temple. They do? Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that, like, uh, I don't see as much in Mormons. Isolation, I don't think they interact much with people outside of Mormonism. I remember we had a, uh, I can't remember, I think she was Jehovah's Witness, though. And high school, and she could only date people who were Jehovah's Witness. I think yeah. Mormons are the same. They can only date Mormons. No, I don't think, well, unless the Mormons that I knew in high school were just not very <laughs> strong Mormons. <laughs> I mean, because I knew a lot of people that were, I'm mean, not a lot, but I knew a family or two families that were Mormons and they didn't date each other. I mean, like that, if that was, if that was true where you can only date Mormons, um, then um, they totally broke that <laughs> law. <laughs> so I'm thinking of though, Jehovah's Witnesses could only date and then. Yeah, and Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate Christmas um, or birthdays. Or birthdays, right. and um, yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses. For Mormons pre- do. Mormons they celebrate the okay. crap out of Christmas. Jehovah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just said that, but I did. Jehovah's Witnesses uh, take away. They're like for parents who don't let their kids have fun, so they like take away all the fun yeah. things. Yeah. But so uh, if you don't, if you're if you're poor, 
to be Jehovah's Witness and you don't have to buy your kids Christmas presents. <laughs> or birthday presents. <laughs> or birthday presents. That's mean. Um, but <laughs> it's true. So um, so that's what I'm thinking is like the isolationist kind of idea. Like mm-hmm. like if they can only, especially Joe's only date Jehovah's Witness. I mean, Witness. We, had a, we had a presidential nominee, right? Yeah. Uh, our uh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney was a Mormon. Mitt Romney. I don't think that was very, he wasn't very isolationist. Um, that's where I was thinking. I think he's more. And the Mormon theology, though, is they are really political because in their theology, they believe that America is going to save the world. Yeah, they and do. And they believe that the Mormon church is going to play a direct ro- role in saving America. So. Yeah, so, I mean, again, it kind of borderlines on there. It was like a completely different religion, in my opinion. Like, because they've completely changed um, certain story, not stories in the Bible, but story interpretations, mm. and added to it was exactly like a direct conflict of mm. what the Bible tells us to do. And I heard a conversation with a guy the other day, and I was kind of getting off the topic of cults, but we are still talking about what people would consider probably the biggest cults, Mormonism and Jehovah's Witness, at least in our area, um, that are active today and uh, endorsed. I would say um, somebody said that uh, the Antichrist is. Um, not going to be Islam, but it will be Mormonism. Huh. Because um, the Mormons keep taking this peaceful road all the time, this like politically correct road and all these political stances, all this stuff, to where they'll, they're going to point out Christians keep fighting people through history, Muslims keep killing people through history. We're the only ones that aren't. Don't you hear about Mormons killing a bunch of people or anything like that? And so. No, but they rape. They what? They rape. Oh, really? Yeah, you heard about those, you know, in Utah, all those big mm. compounds of Mormons oh. and the Latter-day Saints. I mean, you can't really, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I'm sure that that would be easily, un, you know, put under the Debunked. rug <laughs> or whatever. But, I mean, like, there's a lot of people that, I mean, several sects, I mean, what's his name? His name started with Jim or John or, I don't know, but he was, uh, he was like, a huge Mormon leader in Utah that still, he still um, preached, um multiple wives and um he um he he like made it a deal like i mean he's in prison now um but like Mm. and he had to like he was um what is it called when like he would marry these guys these like 40 or 50 year old men to these teenage girls but before they got married he would have sex with the girls and oh it's like the kings used to do yeah uh whatever that was called yeah in britain where uh there was like a I don't know, but it's in Braveheart. Yeah, and and so it's stuff like that that I mean, like Mormons why, did that. I mean, that's why Braveheart doesn't marry. It, m- it might not be the wife. it might not be the Mormon faith or the you know like the the like the traditional or the mainstream Mormon but faith that does in that, the culture, but it's in the culture. Yeah, and it was from the very beginning. So, Oop, there's the clock tower, and it's time for our closing thoughts. Stephen, go ahead. All right, so um, I'm just going to kind of sum up everything that I spoke about. So starting with the three questions from Billy Graham is um, to know if uh, if it's a cult or if it's a church, uh, what, do they, what do they believe about the Word of God? What do they believe about Jesus? And then what do they believe about other Christians? Um, those are the three questions that you probably should be asking yourself again. Along those lines, are they isolated, and are they isolators? These are these are questions. 
if you ask questions, do they want to um, hush you down or expel you out of their their uh, their numbers? Um, because the Bible, remember, the Bible does say to test everything. So this is this is good. Christians should test everything that you are told through the scriptures. I know we've talked about it before with the Wesleyan quadrilateral, with scriptures, um, tradition, big T, um, logic, and then little t tradition. Right? It's the your reasoning behind everything, like your experience. So, um, so these are things that you, you as a Christian should always be asking yourself in whatever congregation you choose to attend. Hey, are they isolated? Are they isolators? Are they going out in the community, you know, doing the Great Commission? And then also I'm going to recap a little bit. I'm not saying that Mormons are bad people, but they are a completely different religion than Christianity, in my opinion. Um, so don't muddy those waters and don't try to sit there and say that, oh, he's a Mormon, so he's kind of, he's Christian. No, unfortunately, Mitt Romney is not a Christian. Um, if he wants to call me or email me, I'll have that talk with him. <laughs> but um, Mormonism is a different religion entirely. They might have, like I said earlier, they might um, have things that um, ascribe to certain teachings that can be confused with Christianity, but they are not. They reinterpret um, Christianity in a, or they reinterpret the scriptures to fit their own narrative. So, um, but the questions, the question cult versus church is uh, something we as Christians should always be asking ourselves, especially when um, if you're moving and you're trying to find another church, or if you're a new Christian and you're trying to find a church, um, be open and honest with people and ask questions because asking questions is the first step in figuring out what a certain church believes. Um, don't just start accepting what somebody says without knowing the backstory. So um, those are my thoughts. You can find me on stoneswillcry.com um, every day um, at 10 a.m. I uh, do a um, good news or good juice, good news. I don't even remember the title of it anymore because I copy and paste the titles. <laughs> so, um, it's uh, good news, good views, or good juice, good views, and the good news. Um, every day at 10 a.m. It's uh, basically I take a Bible verse and uh, give you my thoughts on it. And then you can find me on the various social medias at Stones Will Cry, including YouTube. I haven't put any videos up yet, but they will be coming. If you build it, they will come. Yep. Ryan? All right. Closing thoughts uh, are this. Two, two closing thoughts about cults. Um, first is Jesus. What do they do with Jesus? Jesus is the core of everything we believe. I find that everybody, um, except for Christianity, Jesus is just kind of a side note in the story. He's not really the story. Well, if they do that to Jesus, it's not Christianity, and it's a cult or another religion or someplace you shouldn't be. So um, Jesus is not the side story. He is the story. He is the reason why we do what we do. He is everything to us. He is all we need. He is our purpose. He is our Savior. He is everything. If they, don't, if they take Jesus and put him anywhere else other than right there, run. Second, the Bible. 
Um, you'll notice in cult religions and other religions, the Bible sometimes is valued, but um, is almost always a secondary book. It's a support book to their main book or whatever. The Quran, um, the Book of Satan, uh, the um, Book of Mormon, the uh, Jehovah's Witness have, um, what is theirs? I know they have a different translation of the Bible called the New World Translation, and then something else that they have some other book that's their main book. So, um, I don't know much about them. Um, so you just have to look and say, so if that's not the main book, um, now this can be taken too far and people will say, well, we shouldn't have any books in our church except for the Bible, you know, and it should just be the Bible. I should just read the Bible. Well, that's probably too far the other direction too, because there are some really great Christian mm-hmm. authors who have looked at the Bible and then written about it to apply it to your life and for you to read and really help and help you understand, um, things about it so you can't take it too far the other direction but if uh, there is definitely a book that is exalted over the bible all the time um then uh there's a problem you should run so those are kind of my two thoughts about it um cults can be scary they can suck you in fast and uh, people who they know people who need hope who need um answers so look for like um if you have friends that are drug addicts or alcoholics or um, people who are just out of relationships, long-term relationships, things like that, people who are, are in need, that the church doesn't do a good job of reaching, um, the cults will. And so um, they will get them. So you got to keep your eye out for them and take care of people you love by giving them the truth, the gospel message of Jesus Christ um, before um, a cult sucks them in. So you can find me at shoutwild.com. Um, I'm there with my blog and my podcast doing stuff sometimes. And... Um, you can email me at ryan at shoutwild.com and I should get your email. So uh, I think that's it for me. All right. I'd like to thank our subscribers and our listeners who chose to listen to us. We're so humbled that you decided to allow us to be a part of your day. You guys are the best audience podcast could ask for. This episode was brought to you by elephantpew.com. Also, engage the elephant. Don't forget to check out our Elephant Pew News every Monday at 9 p.m. That's right. And if you are interested in what we talked about engaging the elephant at the beginning of the uh, episode, don't forget to email me at ryan at elephantpew.com or steven at elephantpew.com. Also, check us out on iTunes. Rate, review, and um, subscribe there on iTunes. Give us some of that goodies. We're also on Google Play and all that stuff. So thanks so much for tuning in tonight, guys, today, guys and girls and people and listeners. We love you. Stay away from cults. (laughs) God bless.